So you actually want to entice me to contact you about the property or find out more. You know what I mean? Like if you see a social media ad on Facebook, it's like two bedroom, three bath, five car. Here's the details. Here's the link. Yep. Follow the link and you can find out all the information. Right? And then call me. The and then, yeah, yeah, please call. Anything else is not yeah. yeah. Why would I call? I don't need to call you, Counts right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Property Chat with Lockie and Matt. We're down here at uh, Real Hub's head office, obviously powered by Campaign Track as well. And we've got Imogen Callister, who is the media coach. And uh, Imogen, would love you to tell us a little bit about um, what you do and why you're here. Guys, thanks so much for having me today. Um, yeah, so obviously my name's Imi or Imogen Callister, and I run a company called The Media Coach. Um, a little bit of insight into my background. I was formerly a journalist and newsreader, like we were just chatting about with that terrible voice. <laughs> um, yes. And then I realised my job was dying because all the viewership is essentially moving to digital media. I mean, if we look at it now, nobody goes home and watches the six o'clock news. Yeah. So I made the heartbreaking decision to leave the industry, but I was going to master what was going to take it, and that's digital and social media. I very luckily now proudly work with some of the top agents in the country and not only helping them master their brand, but their digital presence and marketing of properties online to really help generate more leads into their business through buying and selling. And I'm privileged to be here today yeah. to help you discuss those key strategies. Well, thank you. So, you know, Lockie and I were just before um, having a chat about digital marketing as a whole, and that's the episode that people will be able to tune into that we did just moments ago. But um, the, I suppose the big thing for us now is to maybe make it a little bit more specific around social media and talking about that. And there was a few things we spoke about off air that I think would be pretty important topics to chat about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think as well, like the benefits that to a seller in terms of social media marketing and what exactly they should be doing out there in the space at the moment. Mm. Mm. You know, it's funny, I guess when it comes to social media, everybody, like media hasn't changed for years. Everything has always been a form of media. Just the way that we're consuming media is constantly changing, okay? So terminology wise, it's actually the participatory culture within social media that keeps us engaged. What's that? It's people being allowed to participate in the medium. So it was quite funny. I took an agent recently up to what was a bus stop sign of him, you know, and he thought he looked really good in this photo, which to be fair, he did look pretty good. Um, high res quality pics. Um, and you know, I took him up there because I wanted to say to him, like, we need to not only increase your social media presence, but also the way that you're marketing properties on there, because that's key to understanding of where the audience is. So I booked him in for a coffee because I thought the best way for me to prove this was to show him exactly what happens with a bus stop sign now. And as I sat there with my coffee with him, he pointed out his ma marvellous bus stop sign. And I said, yeah, but look at the people around it. And every single person around it was <laughs> yeah. looking down on their phones, you know? Mm. And that's where social media plays a huge presence now for sellers because the reality is, is there's 17 million Australians on Facebook. There is 9 million on Instagram and TikTok is rapidly growing in Australia. In fact, the fastest growing platforms are those type of organic contents. But Facebook still plays such a huge day in everybody's life. Love it or hate it. I know yeah. there's some people out there that hate social media. Yeah. But when it comes to wanting to market your property, you're going to want to see that literally by two different people. So it's what I call an active and passive buyer. Okay. So if you've got to think about this in two forms of ways, like I would actually be considered a passive buyer right now because I'm looking to move, but I'm not in the 100% mindset of that. Mm. So what does that actually mean? Like, if I saw a property 
it was spoon fed to me, yeah, I might go and have a look at it because I'm not completely focused on moving right now. I'm not jumping onto realestate.com.au. I'm not getting onto property portals trying to find a property right now, but I'm interested. I know it's going to happen in the next 12 months. So it's actually really important, not only for agents, if any of them are listening, to understand that the marketplace is there, but for sellers out there, that you can captivate a passive and an active buyer, and that's going to drive competition on your property price and ultimately give you the best price or the premium price for your property. So what's an active buyer? That's someone every day scrolling the net, trying to find that home. A passive one, more like me at the moment, probably considering moving in the next 12 months. And if there's all these agents Mm. out there listening, don't call me. (laughs) But, you know, probably considering moving in the next 12 months, but not super focused on it, you know. And I think it is so important that people specifically buyers and sellers understand that there is a new form of media marketing when it comes to property out there and it is a huge way forward. So you're a passive buyer, you've just submitted that. Mm -hmm. I think this is gonna be a really good insight for us. Mm. What gets your attention? So someone's marketing on social, how are we gonna get your attention as a passive buyer? Yeah, especially when you're probably a bit of a snob. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So look, I think one of the biggest things when it comes to social media marketing is the way that you showcase the property, okay? So you should be working with an agent that understands social media and has a social media They don't have to have a huge following. In fact, following is not what you need to be looking for. But, you know, I think one of the biggest things, there's two mistakes that people make when they market on social media. One, they think that they have to give me all the information. So you actually want to entice me to contact you about the property or find out more. You know what I mean? Like, if you see a social media ad on Facebook, it's like two bedroom, three bath, five car, Here's the details, here's the link. Yep. Follow the link and you can find out all the information. Right? And then call me at the And bottom. then, yeah, yeah, please call. Anything else is not yeah. yeah. Why would I call? I don't need to call you. Council right? rates are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Strata fees, levies. There Just is absolutely going. no need for you to call because yeah. everything's here. So it's probably not going to entice me to contact that agent who may be able to give me the real benefits of the home, mm. you know, who's going to know that. So the first thing is, Don't give away all your social media marketing. Number two, you can actually create a lot of buyer interest before what I call a pre-market launch or exclusively listed on social media and your database. (laughs) This is what we're just getting grilled about that. My (laughs) off-market listings. That's very guilty. Don't call properties on social media. So for those who so for those who don't know what that means is an agent who has a listing that's not on your main platforms, your real estate, your domain, all that kind of stuff, we tend to refer them as off-market listings because it just means we haven't officially started the, the big promotion yet. So um, Imi's just going to educate me as to why we don't call them off-market. <laughs> so the first thing, one huge mistake is I see in marketing of online social media stuff is this terminology off-market. Now, if you're not a regular property consumer of that information, you're going to see a property off-market and think, well, it's off-market. I'm not interested in contacting. Yeah, thanks. Why are you promoting a property? Like the whole term off-market, right? So no, the property is actually on the market, but the way in which you're marketing it is not through traditional channels. So things like exclusively listed on social media or pre-market launch so that you're giving buyers a preview, you know, that's going to kind of excite me then. And you've got clients who sell a lot of properties that way. Yeah, there's so many clients I work with. I mean, one of the most notable is the sensational Lisa Novak. Okay. Now she, and look, I think Lisa knows she was messaging me last night. I think she's up to 60 properties now listed and sold on social media. It's huge. Yeah. Um, but I want to make it really clear that she was laughed at when she first started doing this. You know, her 
iconic. Hi guys, I'm just here standing at the property. People were kind of like, oh, you know, they didn't, they kind of didn't believe her that this was possible but happening. And I see customers messaging now. In fact, I've seen a trend um, around the beaches where people are actually contacting other agents saying, well, can you bring Lisa in to do her videos? Because I want that strategy that she has mm. in place to bring in a buyer. So social media marketing for your home is there's, there's two killer points for it, right? Number one is this concept and idea that you don't give away all the information because you want people to contact you and you want people to come and see the home, okay? Mm. You want to funnel the inquiry and you want to capture that person's details because I know myself with my home, when I saw it online, I didn't actually fall in love with it. It's once I arrived there that I really did. The second thing is don't be afraid to show it as a preview first on social media. This could also save your seller thousands of dollars than listing on realestate.com.au. You need to be in trustful hands with your agent to know that they are getting obviously a solid price for you in that because obviously mm. you want the most amount of competition on mm. your home. So I'm not saying that's the only method, but it also is, allows you to softly test the market kind of thing. And the third thing that I really want is everyone thinks social media is free, mm. but there's only two industries in this world that calls, um, I guess, their users users it's the drug industry and it's the facebook industry okay mm. and it's social media platforms they both call their clients or their patients users and yeah. the reason is if you are a user you are the product you are the data that means you do have to pay for that product people think because you can upload a photo of a property mm. <clears throat> or a quick little video that that means it's going to get seen well 97 percent of all facebook revenue is made through advertising mm -hmm. So give your agent a little bit of budget because it'll go a long way. Yeah. You can know some campaigns I run from $200 and people are like, well, that's a lot. It's actually not, you know, compared to some of the prices out there now on the portals. It's actually really cheap if you mm. give me $200 yeah. all the way up to like $5,000 campaigns for luxuries where a buyer has been exclusively found on social media through that passive market. Maybe as well, it's probably a good opportunity to, I know when I've ever pitched social media to a client and, and you know, I have a big belief in it because I've, I've seen the power of social media and we've talked on and off about how many people have sold property through social media or the awareness that it spreads. Um, someone tells someone about something they saw somewhere yeah. and it's usually through Facebook or Instagram or something like that. I guess for those who don't understand, what are some of the, like the terminology, so when, when we start talking about digital impressions and, and serving an ad, what does that actually mean? How, does, how would, <laughs> how would they get an understanding? <laughs> Um, the first thing is an impression is just like that. That's me going like, that's an impression. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's crap. And yeah. a lot of digital providers out there now go, oh, so you're 100,000 impressions. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that actually, no. You want to know how many people it actually reached, Yeah. how many people clicked on your ad, and ultimately, how many inquiries, okay? So, Maddie, it's an awesome question that you asked there because mm. there's so many digital products. And while I won't go into providers, you know, there's a lot of people, we're a nation obsessed with property, right? Like, mm. our biggest shows are like the block. So, yeah. everyone wants to play in this space of property. Yeah. When it comes to using a good digital product and a provider, first thing is explore what the agent does have available to you. But then, honestly, look at that product and say, can that actually capture a lead? Mm. Because if you look at a lot of these products, they direct them back to pages where people can't actually inquire on the property or the phone number's just there. You've got to remember when people are on social media, nine times out of ten it's because they're either bored or because they're in transit. Mm. 
So mm. peak times on social media include first thing in the morning, getting ready for work. We all know we're kind of like half on our phone, yep. getting in the bus, procrastinating. You like my husband on the toilet, which kills me. Sorry, everyone out there. Like the, the eye poo is real for men. Just got to get it out there. Got to stop using their phones on the toilet. Um, no, but, you know, all those kind of blue moments. And then again at lunch when people are sitting there and they might be sitting in a park, they're not necessarily in an environment where it's like, hey, I'm going to pick up and call you, you know. So mm. we've got to remember that there needs to be a place that really can filter that inquiry. But when it comes to digital products, if it sounds too good to be true and they're selling you impressions and they're selling you these things that is not actually creating conversions, like with which I won't go into full detail, but I don't even send my clients reports. Like I actually don't mm. because they know how many inquiries they got. They go one, two, three, yeah. four, five. Yeah. If I need to send them a report saying there was 10,000 impressions, they're going to be like, that means I have no inquiries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, I, whenever I'm running a campaign on social, I try and do this kind of preview. I drum up that interest first, you know, don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity because then people kind of get this kind of appeal of, oh my God, I can see it first. Yeah. Mm. And before it's anywhere else, that'll drum up the inquiry. Don't give away all the information and look for the conversions mm. on it because mm. when you do start to look for conversions on how many inquiries, not how many impressions you've got. So I guess an impression's kind of like a leaflet in the mailbox. Like everyone got one, that. but how, how many actually engage with it? It's so kind of that same sort of thing, isn't it? An impression is literally like two seconds on Facebook. Yeah. It's not even... And the reason why Facebook sells impressions is it's a great like, way of boosting up numbers. Mm. But really, you want to know how many people actually saw the ad, clicked yeah. on the ad, yeah. and spent time on the ad. So when you say reached, like what is what exactly is that defined as? Reach is the amount of unique users that the ad was received. So if you've probably got around 5,000 impressions, you probably would have on average half of that unique reach. Okay. You've got to also remember that impressions can be served in really crappy places mm. on social media, right? So you want it in the stream, in the stories, or really in that moment. But I mean, without getting too things into digital talk, because one of the things I like is breaking down that digital disruption. It's understanding that your property does have a place on social media now, and it's using your agent's presence and branding to build that, what I call FOMO, fear of missing out in yeah. the property, you know? Mm. I think uh, as well for a lot of vendors, it's about realising that when an agent's heavily marketing things on social media, there's that natural collateral, you know. Mm. Yes, they have to promote their brand, that just comes part and parcel because someone's got to be on the other end of the inquiry. But I think it's about trusting that that comes from the right place. That it's all in line with promoting your property, getting as much reach as they can, getting the inquiry and being able to get the best price. Maddie, I would actually go further on that and say, if your agent's not in it, don't promote it. Mm. So there's one reason why social media connects. In fact, the biggest mission statement that Facebook has is we're here to connect. Mm. people people yeah. <laughs> right yeah yeah we see all these advertising where they've got four different shots of a property as soon as you put yourself in a photo it'll have five times the increase in engagement mm. yeah. and it'll have five times more interaction and people the more it potentially gets seen the more engagement you get the more shares you get the more 
you know, so yes, it is going to leverage mm. the Bragent's brand. And obviously I do work in that space and totally encourage it. But also when you do have a human element in your advertising, yeah. it's going to lift your advertising in your market. Mm. People want to connect with people. Yeah. People on social media want that as well, you yeah. know. And the more that you have human element in your advertising, the better it will be rather than just no matter how beautiful your property is. Mm. You know? This is why I've always said sellers should share a lot of their promotions. You know, like yeah. a lot of times we get sellers go, you know, I've got friends and family on there. I don't want them to know how much I'm selling for or much about the campaign or that we're selling. You know, I've always found that can be extremely powerful because nobody's going to want to promote that listing more than a, a seller and their friends to want to get it out there. And then you get that organic reach. And as we know, like marketing is just compounded constantly by all the different like 100%. marketing channels that I we mean, have access to. The more you can get it shared, the the better case, like once it starts getting shared, the more that, like when you talk about an algorithm on Facebook, which there's so many elements to it, but the more that you do get that shared, the more it's going to pick up that. Just make sure if you're an agent, it's not a celebrity that you're trying to share that information with, because I have yeah. had a client make that mistake before. Yeah, well. um, And it was quite a high profile celebrity, and let me tell you, it was not funny when they shared that, um, where they live. But you know, um, it is definitely a huge element to marketing now. Yeah. Well, you mentioned about elevating the agent's brand and everything mm -hmm. along with it, but I imagine anything that elevates the overall exposure is going to be positive anyway. So if, it, if it's working for the agent and they're getting exposure, well, it's working for your property as well. Hundred mm. percent. And you know, sometimes when you start, like I've met, obviously I work with a lot of agents around the country, right? And I'm very blessed because every day, you know, I love my job. I love, I had a seller recently, I had a, a client call me from the living room and this woman was in tears. She'd lost her business because of COVID and she um, was a single mum because I won't go into the whole analytics of it. But I mean, I felt emotionally impacted by this woman's voice because I was just so sad that she was in this position that she wasn't able to afford to even list on the property portals, okay? She wasn't actually able to spend that money. Mm. She didn't have any money in her bank account. Yeah. And this agent was there saying, I'm doing this, you know, it's commission free. I just really want to help this woman in me. Is there anything you can do? And I said, look, why don't we do a $200 social media campaign? All right. I said, we do need money. I said, I wish I could do it, you know, but we do need a little bit to push it out. Yeah. That property had 40 inquiries and sold in four days, mm. you know. Wow. So from someone being in a position where they're not able to actually afford some of the costs associated now with realestate.com.au and domain and while I do think they have quite a large buying audience, remember you do have a lot of options to build competition in your marketplace and get that content seen. And at the end of the day, finding a premium or a buyer, it's, it is like competition obviously does drive that, but there's two things that is gonna see you create a great price in your property marketing or the ultimate price in the end. The first one is the fear of the buyer missing out, okay? Mm. And that's done all through your agent, right? But really, the second thing is the emotional attachment to that mm. property. So if you are, um, are able to have a look or use technology in a way that you're able to see when a buyer views something, I employ any agent out there or even any of our buyers or sellers when you're researching online, we briefly talked about yeah. property videos, you know, you'll watch that person walk into the home and then you'll start seeing the ticker going up over the property video because they'll start consuming yeah. that video over and over again, driving the emotional attachment. Got to remember, once that person makes a decision that this could be a potential place, they visually start moving in. Yeah. They start saying, that couch in my limit, how would I, mm. would I put that? My favourite's to buy I... with the tape measure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's, you know, I'm not interested. 
Like, you know. Not at all. This is not the one for me. <laughs> and look, it's such an emotional process buying and selling. You know, people forget that you, agents have a huge responsibility, which is to help people in what is, can be the most challenging time of their mm. life moving mm. home, you know. And if you've ever gone through the buying or selling process, like, I think I'm a pretty rational person. <laughs> Wait till you hear me sell my home. Mm. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I start to undermine myself and question yeah. everything. So, Putting a few things in place like social cannot really, it can help you because digital, one of the best things about it is you can quantify how many results yeah. you've got. You know, if I put your property in the newspaper, you're just praying someone calls you. The other thing as well is try not to get too obsessed with statistics because I've worked obviously in this space extensively and my clients are always trying to qualify with me like, where's my value? Mm. And sometimes, you know, they'll walk into a place. Like I had um, Chari Emazade, he sells more, he's a wonderful client of mine, he sells more homes than any other agent in Australia currently. And, you know, he walked into a property recently and the guy started talking to him and he ended up listing the home and blah, 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 blah. And at the end he said, you know, after it was like the sale was all complete, he said, it's funny how I found you on Facebook. And Chari was like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. They, some no people idea. don't walk up to you and say, hey, saw your Facebook ad, because yeah. it's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. It's actually associated with like, so if people call you, sometimes you don't actually know that that's coming from the ad, because nobody wants to look like a bit of a loser, and it's like, so it's just on your gram, mm. um, having a real good stalk all the way down. <laughs> um, and I found that property, and I really liked it, so. You know, they'll just naturally say, oh, the property at Smith Street. It's kind of like the got. property equivalent of, like, the dating apps. You're like, it well, is. actually. Mm. <laughs> you know? And people, you know, yeah. people and like... so many people, you know, the people engage that come, way. But, yeah. yeah, you don't go out and, like, uh, you know, I guess, um, Announce. advertise it. Nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. does. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. like, even if you see a product that you then call off Facebook, unless you can literally click the cart and buy it out, which you can't do in real estate, mm. unless there's any agent here wanting to try and do that on Instagram, I'd love to help you. Um, you can't do that. So people aren't going to qualify by saying, like, if they're seriously interested, they're going to call the agent, but they're not going to say, saw it on Facey, mm. you know. I've, I've seen that a lot. And, and, you know, it doesn't even go as far as social media. People don't like necessarily divulging information like that. I, I've been referred into so many listings and, you know, for ages I would sit there and go, oh gosh, I did such a great job for, you know, the last 50 clients I've sold for and I don't feel like any of them have referred me. I wonder what I could have done different. And then you'll sell and then after you've sold a property to someone, they come up and they say, oh, by the way, I was actually referred to you by such and such. And you're like, oh, wow. You know, and I think, I think for some people, it's probably more that they want to create their own experience with you rather than feel like it's a portion or leveraged off something else. 100%, 100%. Yeah. But if, if you're in a position now where you are not using social media marketing, property right both as an agent to help you expose yourself to more buyers and both as those people out out there you're not getting the most amount of exposure for your property mm. and buyers like a lot of buyers say to me well how do I start to get to know these agents you know whatever area you're looking in go and have a look at all the agents like as soon as I start looking for property the first thing that I do is I find the areas that I like then I write a list of all the agents out and then I start calling them yeah because they will have properties coming to the market. They will have stuff that's coming to the market that mm. they know is in the pipeline 
that they'll say to me, Emmy, you know, like I've already started to contact those agents that I'm kind of like, oh, I'm softly, and most of it's actually through Instagram. I'm like, just yeah. softly starting to look. Mm. And I've already hit, heard them start to start sending me messages. Oh, I've just had this one probably on in about three months. Would you be interested in seeing it? Yeah, I would. Mm. I'd love to see it first. I'd love to have that opportunity. So if you're in the buying market as well, start to go and have a look at agents and start to follow them on social media. Like, not that anyone wants an unfollow, but you can unfollow them while you're looking in your property Once journey. Once you're in real yeah. estate mode. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll start to find that that's where they're really starting to note that that's where their listings are. I feel like people are like following a lot of businesses and business people now. Like, I'll give you a great example. Our office follows a coffee shop up the road, Coffee Port, right? Yep. And they do, they literally, the idea behind the business was sick of people having to line up behind people who are ordering food just to get coffee, right? It's that. just supposed to be in and out coffee. That's the idea of it. And so he started the espresso bar and really cool. Then they started doing like little takeaway items. So like, for example, um, cookies. They do these amazing cookies. This is in Terrigal, yeah? This is in Terrigal, yeah. right? And so they do these amazing cookies, but what they do is they post it on social media that they've got them because they're fresh and they're made and delivered to the shop. There. Do you know how many, like, I, I, I see it all the time in our office where we'll be talking and I'm like, I'm going to go get a coffee and I'm like, they'll say, oh, can you get me one of the cookies? And I'm like, how do you even know they've got them? They posted it on Instagram this morning. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you know that? They're like, we know to look out for it because they always post when they've got the cookies. So then it's become, not just with them, but around the whole of Terrigal, it's known that they post when they've got them. And it's crazy just how, you know, how big of a following that that can create so quickly. And I think, you know, it only takes a few sellers from an agent's point of view, it takes a few sellers to, to have that trust in you to do the same thing where you might do a pre-release of the property just on social media. I tested it this morning because I knew this conversation was coming <laughs> and I wanted to look really good. And I shared just something that was about a property that was coming up, but there was nothing really too much about it, just the view a little bit. I think I had like six or seven um, direct messages on Instagram where normally I would put just listed all the details and I'd get nothing, right? <laughs> That was so a great it was, it was an interesting we had a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you're saying about it though, because mm. I'm only just thinking about it now, but it's it's exactly the same when you think about like Messina, they're a great mm. example too. As much as, you know, I love ice cream, I don't go or gelato rather, I don't go and stand there and look at all like the flavours every day, but they post on Instagram and it's like, this is the new one, this is the new yeah. one, and then everyone's like, shit, that looks good. And down yeah. they go. Yeah. So yeah, it's incredibly powerful in that way, and a lot of people are doing it that you don't even really makes a huge it. difference yeah yeah well that's been super helpful thank you My for coming pleasure. on I, I think for everyone who wants to get a little bit more information about it i'm a big person who believes in social proof i think they should go and have a look at your instagram because then yeah. they'll probably see access to a lot Any of the calendar, agents you work with. follow for follow like for like yeah you always get a like yeah follow me on social media yeah. so get on there no, i'm kidding well i think <laughs> it'd be cool for them to be able to see a lot of the agents that you do work with and what you share so that they can actually get some social proof around what we've talked about today because you know i know for myself seeing is believing and, and seeing people like Lisa Novak is just ridiculous. She's she sold more amazing. properties on social media than I've done in a year. So, you know, like it's and incredible. And you know what the thing is? There's all different opportunities and different levels for agents. So if you're a seller out there and you're thinking you want help leveraging it, feel free to send me a message. I can get in touch with your agent. Or also if you're an agent out there just wanting a little bit of help and direction on social media, it is really daunting. It is overwhelming when you first start marketing on that place. But I yeah. promise you, and I will just raise that in one point, social media is an environment guys as we wrap up here that it's difficult like it, it it's a toxic environment at mm. times you know and agents out there there's one reason why they don't go off and do stuff is because they're too scared about what other people think mm. and I've been in the public arena and a journalist and all of that and what I know is when you are a personal brand people do say things about you that have no relevance to you but I do promise you this 
if you go and create a world-class strategy to market, list, sell property online, you start to really connect with people in your marketplace, showcasing that you've got these properties and that you can see them first and really create that leverage in your marketing. You'll build not only a world-class agent brand, but you'll get better prices for your clients. Yeah, which is what it's all about. Well, guys, thank you, obviously, for coming in. Uh, hopefully, you like and subscribe to all of our channels so that you can see um, all the other content that we've got coming up. But thanks again for tuning in.